With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. I will tell you that we do not put guests on this show. But we do put friends of the show on. So later this hour, we are going to break normal protocol that had been normal protocol in years past. And a friend of the show will be calling in in what I believe is one of the great stories. For any radio show in any part of the United States or the world, uh, we're going to blow your mind in the next like 30 minutes or so. 
Not right now, but in the next 30 minutes. And when I told producer Koopa Loop about this, he was amazed by this as well. And it takes a lot for him to be amazed. So we'll have that coming up in a little bit. But uh, listen, the, the story here, when you come back to the warehouse, which is just like a TV factory now, there's TVs everywhere. Uh, it, the, the soap opera is why I do this, right? It's not to break down a Texas Tech-West Virginia game. It's not to break that down. No, random college basketball game. No, no, no. It's all about the melodrama. And if you have not been following along the Pittsburgh Steelers, and maybe not, uh, if you're not caught up on this. Uh, now, it started on Monday. Well, it actually started on Sunday. But on Monday, it was reported that the Steelers had benched Antonio Brown because he was injured. And uh, the, the reports very clearly indicating that Brown was injured. That's why he didn't play. That was a fairy tale. Antonio Brown actually skipped meetings and sat out practices leading up to the Bengals game. And we are told that Antonio had a heated dispute with Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, that's good. Heated dispute. The Shakespearean drama played out on the practice field, including Brown alleged to have thrown a football at Big Ben. How dare you? Yelling while pouting and going off the field. How great would that be to watch that, huh? How wonderful would that be? Uh, Anyway, he was eventually deemed inactive for the game on Sunday. But wait, there's more. The story continues to evolve. On Tuesday, it was reported Brown had requested a trade out of Pittsburgh. Then damage control set in. We were fed a line that Brown did not technically demand a trade, but simply wondered aloud why the Steelers wouldn't trade him, considering how in line they were with Ben Roethlisberger, that he was the chosen one. And then on Wednesday, even more, Mike Tomlin admitting that Antonio Brown was nowhere to be seen when it mattered. Here's uh, the coach. After uh, Friday's business was done, it became difficult to, to communicate and catch up with him. I wasn't able to communicate with him on Friday evening or Saturday morning. So when we had our Saturday morning mock game or walkthrough and he was unavailable and we hadn't communicated with him, then it became something altogether different. Well, that was just the beginning of Mike Tomlin, though. He talked about the issue of conversation. It's very important in a business relationship, I've been told by management, although I do not do this very well, to converse. Uh, Here's Tomlin on all that. Circumstances being what they were and the amount of things that we were going through, um, it wasn't a lot of communication there. Obviously, we take his lack of communication, his lack of presence, particularly on Saturday prior to the game, uh, to be something that's very significant and will be handled appropriately so. I'm not going to speculate on trades and things of that nature. Why not? Uh, We haven't formally received a request in that regard. Oh, come on. I want a trade. I would like a trade. (laughs) What about me? I need a trade to talk about. Here's more from Tomlin. Who? Oh, let me tell you something. There is going to be hell to pay. There is going to be hell to pay here for Antonio Brown. I'm not going to speculate in terms of where the discipline might go and things of that nature. Just know um, that it's going to be addressed, and it will be addressed and needs to be addressed uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah, listen, we were fed a line there that it wasn't technically a demand for a trade. He simply wondered aloud again whether or not he should go somewhere else, and Tomlin playing the role of Pinocchio, who, keep in mind, last week the Steelers were playing this up as an injury, so they, they've lied right to your face is what they did. They absolutely lied right to your face. And uh, now coming clean that Antonio Brown was actually benched for a lack of communication. And uh, 
of course, intimating there that Brown quit on the Steelers. So while there was no formal trade request, wink, wink, uh, let's discuss the question, what are the chances the Steelers end up trading Antonio Brown between now and the start of the next NFL season? Now, I'm going to set the odds on this at plus 900. And I would remind those that are not degenerate gamblers that that is about a 10% chance. That plus 900 means about a 10% chance. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got flamboyance, alpha Charlie, and the casserole. And we will combine all these things together in a nice holiday gift like the one you were returning after you got it over the holidays. Now, A, nobody in Pittsburgh can act like this is a surprise. For better or worse, Antonio Brown has been the same guy he's been, drama queen, his entire career. Making waves, right? Making waves. I like it. I'm a talk show host. I like it. Your classical diva receiver. I enjoy these guys. T.O., I hung out with T.O. back in the day when he was on suspension from the Philadelphia Eagles. He was hanging out in L.A., me and him, spent some time together, clip joint. That's right, we hung out together. Spent a Valentine's Day together, me and Terrell Owens, Hall of Famer. Thank you very much. Uh, But the thing about Antonio Brown, right, right out of central casting, you talk about flamboyance on steroids. The $500,000 Phantom Rolls Royce that he cruises around in, that's just one of his many high-end automobiles. Good for him. He's made a lot of money. How about the fur coat? That's a good look, right? That's that's out of the Michael Irvin handbook from back in the day when you're looking for the flamboyant wide receiver with the fur coat. It's also nice with the ensemble here. So the, the point of this is do not pretend that Antonio Brown somehow blindsided the Steelers, it's also disingenuous to blame the demise of what happened in Pittsburgh in the year 2018 all on Antonio Brown. He is a convenient fall guy, but the ugly truth is Pittsburgh, they got off to a poor start with what happened to Cleveland. At one point, they were playing pretty well. They got the engine going, and then they folded down the stretch. But you are what your record says you are, as the old line goes, uh, from Masters Parcells. I mean, you, you look at the, the Steelers. They tied the Browns, but that was the Browns with Taylor, with Terod Taylor. They tied them. That's a bad sign. Couldn't beat the lowly Raiders who were trying to lose. The Raiders were trying to lose, and they still beat the Steelers. The greatness of the Raiders. Lost to Case Keenum and the Broncos. What's up with that? So that's not on Antonio Brown. That's on... The collective unit there. Pittsburgh's offense was good enough. The defense sprung a few leaks along the way. And they generally underachieved. And this idea, though, the Steelers were this great, uh, deep roster of players, and they were it's just outrageous that they didn't win and didn't make the playoffs. I don't buy that. I mean, you can talk about how great the names are and how wonderful the names are and all this stuff, but the reality is they didn't play well. So they didn't play well enough. And the, the second part of this uh, is that the the Steelers, as far as what's going to happen next, they're old school, right? They, they move at a snail's pace. Mike Tomlin in a lot of towns would have been fired years ago, but he's still there. He's hanging out. Antonio Brown is someone that needs what? He needs excessive admiration. And clearly he had a some kind of falling out. Who, who the hell knows what it's about? Maybe it's because they didn't have the proper pillow 
in his locker, and he's upset with the Steelers coaching staff because they didn't have the proper Antonio Brown pillow <laughs> for his tuchus so he could sit on his tuchus at his locker. Who the hell knows? Right? But the, 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 the point, I buy these reports. Well, he, he's upset because it's all about Ben Roethlisberger, and, and he's getting the short end of the stick here. And, you know, Tomlin downplaying it and Roethlisberger trying to minimize it, that's their public position. Privately, you got to think they're annoyed and frustrated. And Mike Tomlin is like, I'm not going to talk about discipline. But even if Tomlin went alpha Charlie, went, just went off on Antonio Brown to set him straight, good old ass chewing, right? Good old-fashioned ass chewing, blow off some steam. That's not going to work. Right? It's not going to work. You know that. I know that. It'll make some people feel good. Right? There's no more carrot on the stick to use to motivate Antonio Brown. He got paid, and the Steelers, they got to deal with it. He's insulated until he buys one too many sports cars or one too many you know, gold chains or fur coats or whatever the hell else he spends his money on. When he runs short on money, then it becomes an issue where he's going to say, I need more money. And at that point, good luck. He's probably out of luck, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll try. Great cash, homie. Yeah, but no verbal reprimand is going to do anything other than fortify the malcontent status of Antonio Brown. And as far as the idea that he can't be traded, some are saying, well, it's impossibility because he's under contract. He signed through 2021, Antonio Brown. He turns 31 next summer, and he still has uh, you know, a ton of money guaranteed, like $21 million dead salary cap money uh, if the Steelers were to trade him before June 1st. I don't you know, There's ways to do it. If Antonio Brown wants out, and the Steelers want him out, they will work out a way. They'll work out a way. Now, the last word on this. During the middle of Mike Tomlin's press conference, we played some of the clips there, Brown released a statement on social media, and it certainly directly related to the Tomlin news conference. He claimed he was in command. In addition to releasing that statement, there's some video that popped up of him watching the Tomlin news conference with a former Steeler. Uh, Brown also started following the 49ers on Instagram, and about an hour after that, he then posted some random photos uh, and stories, one of which featured Jerry Rice in a 49er uniform with a goat. And not a, you know, not a dead goat like I got sent from Doc Mike from Chicago, but a goat in front of it. And it's also worth noting that he unfollowed the Steelers on social media. Boo freaking who, right? I mean, I'm sure they're devastated. Whoever runs the Twitter account for the Steelers. Oh, no! Antonio Brown is not following us anymore. Oh, we're screwed. Yeah. So, you know what that is? That is a petty casserole. Is that what, is what that is all about? Now, Pittsburgh, if they are foolish enough to actually eventually get to the, you know, the, the tortoise that they are, to get to the point where they make a trade, uh, they're going to be an endless amount of people lined up. It'll be a bidding war. Draft picks will be flying in the air everywhere to get Antonio Brown. The Rams uh, are guaranteed to be in. They want every big name they can get. The 49ers obviously will be there. The Cleveland Browns, the Indianapolis Colts. You know, Jim Irsay will put down that bag of pharmaceuticals, and he'll pick up the salary cap. And he'll say, wait a minute, I got all this money. I'm an Indian. I can bring Antonio Brown to the, to the Indianapolis Colts. I'll make that happen. Why not? So there'll be plenty of options there, even with the dead money and all that stuff. But both sides, if they're motivated, it will happen. I don't believe both sides will be motivated. Eventually, the waters will calm, right? The waters are going to calm down, 
and the Steelers will actually uh, will not pull the trigger. So I'm just sticking with the 10%. No, you can't make me go higher than 10%. I'm staying at 10%. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas. Solid gold. He got me, hey. he got me a gift card. Uh, Garcia there. Uh, <laughs> That's my what favorite, it took, uh, uh, chicken finger place. So thank you, uh, Eddie. I appreciate that. You're welcome. My diet does not, but uh, thank you very much. And now I guess I can stop eating like a pig. I can go back on my diet now because I'm back at work. Well, Roberto, uh, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, it shared with the world his first trip to uh, the uh, favorite chicken Man, finger place good, of the Ben Maller Show. A little and play-by-play on that? Yeah. Uh, Tweet-by-tweet? Had a good time. I'm, I'm yeah. pleased that I could spread holiday cheer in that fashion. Uh, obviously, being a Steelers fan, I got plenty to say about Antonio Brown. But your tease at the top yes. of the show, yeah. uh, and this being your first show back in yeah, that's right. three months, I believe it was. Uh, uh, it's actually six months. I thought about just leaving radio. I thought this is. I'm sleeping normal. I'm. Uh, I got the most. Mistake. I got the most sleep I've ever gotten. I felt healthy. It was mm. unbelievable, Eddie. I was living a normal life. I've not lived a normal life in many years. And I got, uh, I think I averaged on my little app, my sleep app, I got like eight and a half, nine hours of sleep a week. I'm sorry. Per day. Yeah. I usually get about four if I'm lucky uh, during the week when I do the overnight show. So I was like, wow, this is like real. I'm living like a normal human being. I'm feeling good. Man, give me another week. I'll be back to uh, my old. Welcome back to uh, reality. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm very intrigued, very intrigued about this guest. Now, before you do that, though, they they put another TV in. There's so many TVs. I know, and the bigger TVs. I cannot see the clock, so I literally (laughs) will not know when the break ends at the top of the. You know, the. So yeah, that's not. I'm gonna have to move my head over here, Eddie, like this. So I'm gonna have to shift the microphone like that. It's gonna be very awkward. Tough times. Because I have to move positioning. Because there's like the. These monsters, they hire these TV guys from Fox, yeah. these big TV stars, and they need Apparently these, their eyesight is bad. Yes, and they need massive televisions and because they're on TV and they want to see how good they look on TV, so they need these big TVs. Uh, I'm not going to name names, Rob Parker and Broussard. I'm not going to name names, but uh, but there they are. So Who? there's massive TVs here. I will say this: It was yeah. very nice of them to actually put the massive TVs on the other side of the of the wall as well. So oh, did they? Yes, Coop and Roberto have these giant TVs they can watch as well. Wow. That was, that was clearly, nice of them. Somebody made a mistake. Yeah, those I will think be so. coming. Those will be returned. Oh, you said order <laughs> order eight TVs or four? Because we ordered eight. Yeah. Uh, all, right. all right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So since leaving for Benny's bunker in a secret location in an undisclosed city, and I didn't do too much. I will tell you more. My travel log. Uh, later, but we have had a flurry, a wintry mix of coaching changes in the NFL, and uh, I was not on duty. The general of degenerates, uh, the, uh, the the nocturnal colonel, was not on watch when the coaching changes started coming in. So if, I, I did keep track, and if if you did not, I will help you out. There have been eight head coaching jobs that have opened up in the NFL. There are thirty-two teams. Now let's do some Maller math on this. You know, I'm very good at Maller Math, as you know. The reason I'm doing the overnight show is Maller Math. So if you have 32 teams, they've capped it out 32, and eight jobs are open, I believe that's 25%. Right? Just go with it. 25% of the NFL coaching jobs have opened. So if you would like to coach the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Browns, the Broncos, the Packers, the Dolphins, the Jets, and Bucks, now some of these were already open. 
But all eight of those jobs are open. So the, let's discuss. Now the question, are there enough quality coaches to fill the eight jobs? Yeah. Push back on that as a uh, absolutely not situation. Now my observations here, observing from the bunker, you've got old tires, the Peter principle, and scratcher tickets. And we will link all these together. Now, first of all, teams such as the Browns, the Bucks, the Jets, and the Dolphins to some degree, they often go on the merry-go-round, the coaching merry-go-round. Uh, they're regulars. Now, we, we're going to have at some point, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, Dick from Dayton will call in and he'll give us the Browns report. He'll probably recommend, I would guess, what Bernie Kosar to coach the Browns or Urban Meyer, someone like that. Uh, but the Browns always – change coaches. Every couple of years they change coaches. The, the Bucks have done it a lot. The Jets. These, these teams are always there. But it certainly appears that there is a shortage of candidates that get you excited. Right? There are two reasons to change coaches. One, the obvious one, is to win. But if you can't win, you want to excite the fan base. Tell me who the coaches are who is going to excite the fan base here. Because none of these guys seem to be guaranteed to win. Uh, my evidence on this list being lacking, the names that are being tossed out, we have the retread category, old tires of the coaching world, Mike Shanahan. Mike bleeping Shanahan. A splendid failure outside of coaching John Elway is being considered by John Elway to coach the Broncos again. What could possibly go wrong? Mike McCarthy, who didn't win nearly enough considering his entire professional coaching career as a head coach, McCarthy had a Hall of Fame quarterback in Brett Favre and a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And despite the lack of big Super Bowl wins, McCarthy won, but Mike McCarthy considered by the Cardinals, Browns, and Jets. Now, Bruce Arians, who was forced out in Arizona for health reasons, He's been tied to the Buccaneers. He's been tied to the Browns. Rex Ryan is desperately trying to get off television and massage the feet of the management there with the Dolphins. So there are plenty of old tires that can land on new cars, but that's the first category. Now, secondly, you have what I like to call the Peter Principle. Coaches who have just been handed a pink slip and could immediately be given a second opportunity. Now, McCarthy's on that list. We mentioned Mike McCarthy. How about Adam Gase, who was an abject failure with the Dolphins, was compared to Don Shula. Somebody wrote a column in one of the, the articles, uh, one of the newspapers in Miami, which tells you what the newspaper business is like these days, comparing Adam Gase to Don Shula. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, not, not so good. He's being mentioned for the Arizona Cardinals, also the Jets. Vance Joseph. Not having the time of his life with the Broncos anymore, but he used to be in Cincinnati. <laughs> and the Bengals are like, hey, we had Marvin Lewis. Vince Joseph's like uh, manna from heaven compared to Marvin Lewis. We'll bring him in. Josh McDaniels, who got cold feet, left the Colts at the altar after vomiting in Denver and everywhere he's been outside of, of New England with Tom Brady. Josh McDaniels is, is being wooed by the Packers and the Bengals. How about Hugh Jackson? Now, Hugh Jackson's the 
the cherry on top of the Sunday here. Hugh Jackson, who put together three wins in three years as Browns coach, is in play for the Bengals. You've got other rejects. Mike Munchak, uh, who, who used to be with the Tennessee Titans. He was their coach a few years back. He watched over some super boring Tennessee Titan teams. And uh, you know, it's been a few years, but he's in the mix. He's been mentioned for some of these jobs, getting an interview. Never underestimate the power of the Peter Principle. And if you're not familiar with the Peter Principle, it's a bad job by you. All right, look it up. You don't know what it is? Roberto don't know what it is? Oh, Roberto. You reach your highest level of incompetence, Roberto, and then you remain there. Now, typically this is in management positions, but in coaching, management, the same thing. Now, let me remind those who say, uh, what about Belichick? Right? And I hear this all the time. I've done this rant before. This is not a new rant. And it is true. I will concede that Bill Belichick, given a second chance after failing in Cleveland, had tremendous, obviously, Hall of Fame. He's the modern-day Lombardi uh, with the Patriots. However, these are unique circumstances. And I will remind you that Bill Belichick, at one point in New England, his first 19 games as coach of the Patriots, he had won five. He was 5-14. and 14. That's a 263 winning percentage. And then Drew Bledsoe got hurt. He was about to be fired. Bill Belichick, you talk to, to hardcore old-school Boston uh, media types who cover the Patriots, and they will tell you that Bill Belichick was about to be fired as coach of the Patriots. And then Tom Brady took over, and you know what happened. But I would counter the Belichick argument, and I would give you this. For every Belichick, and there are other coaches that got a second chance and then became became good, you get a 1,000 coaches like Herm Edwards, who got a second chance and failed in Kansas City, Chan Gailey back in the day, uh, Cowboys, and I believe he coached in Buffalo. How about Bruce Coslett? Joe Bugle, if you want to go old school. How about Mike Malarkey? Mike Malarkey has coached three NFL teams. Do you know that? Bills, Jacksonville, and, and the Tennessee Titans. And he, three, Peter Principal. Final point here. Whatever headhunting firm these NFL teams are using, and and let's be honest here, these teams consult with outside counsel to form a list, and it's a flawed list. You got a mix of has-beens, never-wers, and that leads us to the final category. Now, the final category here is the scratcher. Take it, right? That's the final category. Now, these are teams incapable of finding success who turn to an unproven coach who's tagged as a future start. This is the Sean McVay effect on steroids. And for every Sean McVay, right, for every Sean McVay that turns out to, to be a you know, back-to-back, has the Rams in the playoffs back-to-back years and competing for a Super Bowl, for every one of those guys, you get – you know, guys you've never heard of that are out of the league in a, in a year. And who is the guy Tampa hired the hot shot? I think it was a defensive backs coach within the last 10 years. And he, there was like a revolt in the locker room. He was out partying with the players. I forget the guy's name. But but the point is he was a hot shot coach. It didn't work out for him. And who are the hot shot coaches that are you know high on the list? Zach Taylor. Who the hell is Zach Taylor? He's the Rams quarterback coach. Todd Kitchens, who's the Browns' offensive coordinator, who's the interim coordinator, 
There's even talk that Kevin Stefanski, who? The Viking offensive coordinator the last couple weeks, he could be interviewed for a head coaching job. But wait, there's more. Cliff Kingsbury, Eddie mentioned this earlier, Cliff Kingsbury, the former Texas Tech coach, he is supposedly up for the Jets and the Cardinals job. And he already got another job as the USC offensive coordinator. He helped at Texas Tech. He had Patrick Mahomes, also Baker Mayfield, and some amazing offenses for the Red Raiders. He also was five games under 500 in the Big 12 at Texas Tech. And so so there you have it. You have the old tires, the Peter Principle, and the scratcher ticket. So the, the choice is, if you had to choose between those three, you go with the unknown. I would rather go with the unknown than the known, the flavor of the month. But I, I'd rather take a chance on a guy who hasn't failed then take a guy who has been an unmitigated disaster. Okay, and most of these coaching changes end up a bridge to nowhere. That's why the Cleveland Browns, the Jets, the Buccaneers, and the Dolphins keep circling back around to the coaching carousel. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Garcia. Oh, the solid goal. Solid only was goal. Only well, one, huh? Only once in the show? Man, you are, you're, you're like Antonio Brown is what you are. So demanding. So demanding <laughs> you are. I'm like Antonio Brown says, the guy who just missed a month of work. It was not a month, Eddie. It was a well-earned uh, time that I had saved up over the year of hard work, not taking any time off during the year, so that's what I, I had. Yeah. So, yes, but uh, Antonio Brown, people pointing out that we – we should have mentioned that he was the Mass Singer, Eddie. Did you watch the Mass Singer on Fox? Oh, of course, it's a Fox show. I watch all yeah. Fox shows, but uh, yes, he apparently uh, sang my prerogative badly. Yeah, from what now, I hear. Yeah, I think this show is going to be a big hit. Uh, I believe this this show will be a big hit. Apparently, it's a big hit overseas. Yeah, and I, we steal I, a lot I, of shows. People may not know this. We steal a lot of shows. Uh, from overseas, like America's Got Talent, that's yeah. that's a stolen show. That's true. Uh, yeah. I think American Idol was too. So it's so yeah. formula now, that has worked. The reason I think it's going to work is is because it's got all the ingredients, right? Um, the intrigue. Well, it's got yeah. You've got the drama of not knowing. You've got celebrity. All the things that American culture is right. Celebrity, the the over the top masks and all that, uh, and, and you put it all together, and it's like people trying to guess. It's a. It's kind of like people like the on our show. We do the stupid "Who am I?" game, or you know some of the bits that we we do during the week. People love to try to answer the riddle. You be the detective. So I I, I believe this show is going to do very well. I I don't know. We'll see what the ratings are and all that. But uh, Antonio Brown was on there. Is there any chance if you want to go deep state conspiracy that this was all the last couple of days of Antonio Brown? was all a lead-up to the crescendo. Now, some are saying that, that this was all a build-up to him being revealed as the mass singer. I don't buy that because... No, I don't either, because you, you, wasn't, didn't, know, you didn't know about exactly. it beforehand. So no one tuned in to see Antonio Brown because they didn't know he was there. That would be the worst promotion ever. And I'm sure he had to sign something that... <laughs> right? He had to sign something that agreed he wouldn't reveal it when before did the they, show, right? When did they tape that? Yeah, that's taped months ago. But when, though? Was I don't it know. taped before the NFL season? Was it on the Steelers' bye week? Did he go tape it in the bye week? It's a good yeah. question. But they are taped well in advance. Well, yeah, but during practice. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he taped it on Roberto. Wednesday and Thursday of last yes, week, Eddie. That's yes. right. So he had a, he Makes had a, sense. He had a knee injury and he was practicing his singing. So that's well, great. he's definitely got a second career. There's no doubt. Well, about this that. guarantees. Does this not guarantee that he's like he's on the mass singer? This is going to be a, a show that's critically acclaimed. I think. I'm guessing. If I'm right. And and then he wants to play for the Rams or the Chargers because he wants to be in L.A. because he wants to or New York, right? One of those big media centers, so he can become a uh, maybe an opera singer in, or London. Or that's right. Or when the Raiders moved to London, the greatness of the Raiders. Yeah, I'm, I heard it wasn't very good, so I'm going to say no to that. Doesn't matter if you're good, Eddie. You're a celebrity. Do you understand? You think Kim Kardashian well, has when any it comes, talent? When it comes to singing. I think it does matter. When it comes to just being a celebrity, no. I mean, whatever. You don't have to have talent. She's but. got talent. Well, oh. she had talent to become a celebrity. <laughs> but yes. How about this? She's having, they're having another kid and the, the thir- a surrogate. I mean, she can't, well, well, God forbid, uh, you know, she can't get, I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> I mean, she's, <laughs> she's, she's capable of, right? Am I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think she's capable of doing it, right? I don't know. Yeah. That would affect her career, though, right? That would be... How much does a surrogate get paid for that? Like if you're Kim Kardashian surrogate. It's got to be worth it, though, to go through all that trouble. I guess, but man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Just back from the mailroom at the Premier Network's. The Koopaloo. Any mail there, Koop? It was only one piece of mail. That's it? One piece of mail? I don't know if it's what you were expecting or... I don't think it is. It's from... uh, What? Should I say where it's from? Where's it from? Santa Anita. Well, that's good, but I was expecting something else. My friend in Pennsylvania said he had sent something. All right, what happens to my mail? I don't understand. David in Pennsylvania said he'd tell me, all right, well, let's get to it, Koopaloo. We'll, we'll talk about that later. I'll email David. All right. A reporter earlier this week said that Mike McCarthy will interview for the Browns head coaching job later today. All right. Ben, Greg Williams went 5-3 and three after taking over for Hugh Jackson. Do you think they'd be better off just sticking with him? All right. My advice to John Dorsey, I'll make this very, very simple. Do not hire Greg Williams. Don't hire Mike McCarthy, right? None of the above, right? A... John Dorsey wants to put his stamp on the Browns. Greg Williams, he would certainly pacify the the natives who are restless there in Cleveland, but it's a small sample size. I wouldn't hire McCarthy. I've talked about his lack of overall dominance despite having Hall of Fame quarterbacks the entire time. Secondly, if John Dorsey is hell-bent on hiring one of his buddies, I wouldn't hire McCarthy. I would rather have Bruce Aarons, but really what they ought to do is just hire Freddie Kitchens who's the interim offensive coordinator. He's the, the flavor of the month. They want to hire a young coach, an unproven coach. Give Kitchens an opportunity rather than bring in some retray. That's, what, that's the move I would make. Uh, but no, just say no. Next. Now, speaking of coaching changes, the Atlanta Falcons fired Steve Sarkeesian earlier this week as well. Sark. Ben, you've talked about how terrible Sark is in the yes, past. I was all over this. Do you think we've finally seen the last of him? No. Uh, what Sarkeesian has is the ability to fall upwards. All right, he continues to fail. First of all, he has failed at just about every job he's had for the last decade, and he sh- the guy showed up drunk to work. He showed up drunk to work and continues to get good jobs. He's he's the cat with nine lives. And he's a product of the good old boys network. He continues to live off the Pete Carroll years. 
I predict that Sarkeesian will end up as an offensive coordinator because of cronyism back in college football. I pray that he gets hired at Tennessee to haunt our friend Danny in Nashville as the offensive coordinator of the Volunteers. Next. Now, there was a report on Tuesday that suggested if Kawhi Leonard doesn't stay with the Raptors, the team is looking at a full roster teardown. Oh. Ben, the the Raptors have been doing great with Kawhi leading the way so far. How well do you think they need to finish to convince Kawhi to stay? It doesn't matter. They can win the championship. The guy's nuts, Kawhi Leonard. He's a loose cannon. He doesn't care. He had a great situation in San Antonio. He turned down super max money. He powdered his way out of the Alamo. And you have no idea. This guy can wake up and change his mind. They can do nothing. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How we do? Ben, you pass this. I want it. At the buzzer. At the buzzer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's now time for... Time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter! Send us your questions on Twitter now. All right, here we go. It's Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. It's back for 2019, and Koopa Loop has a bunch of questions. What do we have? Coop, the master of ceremonies. Now, we have questions, Ben, but I just want to mention that I, yeah. I made a post on Facebook, you know, okay. first Ask Ben of 2019. Yeah. And 90% of the responses were just people talking about how excited they were that you were back. Okay. Instead Thank of asking you. any questions. I appreciate that. There's Thank really you for no listening. questions. All right, that's yeah, it but for no. the segment. Thank you. <laughs> uh, first question for you, Ben. It's yes. from the little troller on Twitter. Hi, little troller. Ben, which wrestler best emulated you physically and mentally when you were growing up? Oh, man. Bam Bam uh, Bigelow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. Uh, King Kong Bundy. Yokozuna. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you can go down the uh, down the list there. Uh, any, any, of the, any of the following. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I, as a child, I was, uh, was round. Uh, I was as a child, and for much of my life I was round. But, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, is, is that just for me? That's not yeah, that's right. just for you. All right. Uh, well, okay. I want to know what Eddie's... Uh, Contemporary. All right, let's make it for everybody. Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. All right, what about you, Roberto? If you were uh, as a, a wrestler, who would you? Who Nacho would you? Libre. Nacho <laughs> Libre. Koopa <laughs> 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 Hoop. No, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> All right, don't play that. Not there. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next question is for everybody. This is from Adam on Facebook. Uh, how much water do you drink in a day? You know, I... I don't drink soda really anymore, uh, and so I don't keep track of it, but I always have a thing of water near me, um, so I, I'm way over the eight glasses a day you're supposed to drink, because that's pretty much all I drink, so uh, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, I don't keep track of it. Not as much as Tom Brady, but I drink a lot. What about you, Eddie? Uh, if you're talking about just like straight water, yeah. none. None? Oh, Eddie. Hate water. Oh, Eddie. Eddie. You know, you know so soda's weird. got water in it. Eddie. Everything's well, got okay, water. but I'm talking about just a glass of water, plain water. I don't drink it. No, but don't when you work up a sweat, you get a nice glass of ice water. Never. Oh. oh. Roberto, what about you? Uh I would I drink enough water, then I got into a little soda crave again, and now I'm going back to drinking like at least twelve cups a day. Yeah. Wow. Trying to. It's a lot. Uh, what about you there, Cooper? Not nearly Not enough. enough. I mean, no. maybe like a, a, a you know a bottle of water. Maybe one. Okay. All right. So I drink the most water on the show. Yep. I win. All yep. right. Next. All right. Uh, this, Ask Ben, by the way. This question is for, for everyone as well. Okay. This is from Triple Nickel Pickle Tickle. Trip. Yeah. Yep. I trip. 
He's a big fan, Trip. We love him. Uh, what's the furthest away from home that you have ever been? All right. Now, I've unlike Eddie, I've never been to Europe uh, and all that. Uh, I believe the farthest I've been, depending on... Let's see, let me do the math here. I've been to, um, I don't know the geog- the actual mileage, but I've been to Oceana, Hawaii, which is like 3,000 miles west of Los Angeles. I have been to Miami, which is, I don't think, 3,000 miles east, southeast. I've been to um, Boston in the northeast, those northeastern states, which is about you know 3,000 miles. So I guess 3,000 miles. I guess that's it. I've been to Seattle. That's not 3,000 miles. So about 3,000 miles. What about you, Eddie? Well, yeah, I went to uh, to Europe for vacation uh, so recently. So that's Congratulations. Where that's how many miles is that? 5,000 miles? I don't know how many miles Okay. Roberto. Same thing like Eddie. I also went to Europe, uh, Rome, Paris. Look at you. Globe wow. trekker. Yeah. Koopaloop. Uh, what about you, Koopaloop? Uh, f- that strip club in Appleton, Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> no. Bean snappers. Uh, yeah, yes. bean snappers. Uh, but I, I believe the Bahamas is the furthest that I have been from home. Now, have you been to Is Hawa- that further than Hawaii? Yeah, or- I think it is from, okay. from, from LA. But have you been, now you've been to Hawaii too? Yes, I've been to Hawaii. What's better? Be honest. Ho- Baham- Hawaii. It is better. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I yep. like that. Good. All right. Uh, next, it's Ask Ben. Your I would like to go to the Bahamas though, but I because that's where all my my homies on the East Coast go. That's I mean, it. it's it's awesome. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, but Hawaii is just a just a little bit. Better. How good did that sound when I said my homies on the East Coast? Did that not <laughs> sound great? gangster? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, next, <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is from Queen Roxanne Ben. This is just for you. Hello, Queen. Did you miss us as much as we missed you? Oh, every day. And I was reminded, Queen Roxanne, now not by you, but by several others who sent me very lengthy rundowns. On how Jonas and uh, the No Show and Plank and all these guys did, I got daily reports, and uh, they were scathing reports about me. <laughs> okay, and how much I suck, and I've become uh, you know like Colin Coward and all these other guys that take a bunch of vacations. They're ripping me. So never I, mind the countless days of free entertainment you provide. I know that's all right, and but uh, listen, I'm back, and I'm glad to be back, and I did miss everyone, and I'm. Glad that people apparently missed missed me a little bit. All right, now we have time for a few more, maybe. I think. Uh, Christopher on Twitter wants to know, Ben, did you do any Netflix marathon oh. streaming while oh, you were? Uh... That was almost bad. <laughs> 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 Sound like Grover. <laughs> uh, I did a little. I watched some documentaries. Nothing was particularly that great. Uh, went to. <sighs> I walked across the Golden Gate Bridge. I went to San Francisco thanks to Kenny, a friend of the show, who uh, big P one. He helped us out there. Did a great job, Kenny, his wife. But um, yeah, I didn't. Nothing really stood out. It was great. What about uh, all right? What's next? Anything else, real quick? Real. real uh, somebody Scott on Facebook wants to know what your highlight was during the holidays. Um, sleeping on my sleep number bed. Uh, man, I love. I I I had not gotten that much sleep in a long time doing overnight radio. I loved it. But also, I had a good time in San Francisco. It was nice to visit there for for a couple of days and see some old uh, friends. And some. New places I hadn't been in a while, so that was cool. All right, there it is, Ask Ben. We do it every week at about this time. I do it on Twitter sometimes as well because that's how we roll. That's how we do it. got a murder. Got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus